Good morning, Doyle. Good to see you, Bubba. Good to see you too. Good. Do you have your computer muted? I do. Okay, cool. Awesome. We're ready to roll. Welcome, everybody. Those are tuning in here. Um, NYC teacher Vivi just logged in and joined us. Welcome, Vivi Veggie. So good to see you all the way from Zurich. Warrior Sage Fitness. It's Ananda Devi on my personal training account. I'm so glad your personal training account is joining us here on Instagram Live. JK Rocket is here. Got away from JK Rocket. And so we're we're starting the prayer revolution here live from New York on whatever day it is today. And um, we're It is Friday. Friday. Good to know. Very good to know. Um, and we are here to bring the mood of prayer into our everyday life that in, in moments of, in moments of crisis and moments of disconnection, where to return? Do I, do I lean into my hard self-reliance? Do I lean into my mind? Do I lean into my old patterns of thinking and doing and controlling and anxiety and feeling that I got to figure things out of worry? Or do I take it as an opportunity to, um, lean towards spirit, lean towards truth, lead towards my inner guide. Um, and usually it's during times of crisis that that opportunity is most viscerally available to us. But actually the prayer revolution is that um, it's available at every moment. And so we are here today on a day uh, on, in our lockdown and we're here to Start the start our morning prayer to bring that in, and then we're going to talk about it for half an hour. Sound good? Sound like a good idea, everybody? Sounds like a good idea to me. Okay. Let's do it. Super grateful to be with you, Bubba. I'm, I'm uh, just appreciating the the pause. And for those of us that are familiar with prayer, we know what we're about to jump into right now. Um, it's a very very simple practice. It's very um, it's very natural. Uh, I think most people in their life, at some point or another, have called out. You know, whatever, whoever they have called out to, they have called out. Um, and so prayer is a universal language. It's the universal language of the individual heart communicating with the divine heart. And irrespective of culture, ethnic, religious, social background, irrespective of all those things, it cuts across all the boundaries. And it's the individual heart connecting, reconnecting with the divine heart. So that is what we're about to jump into uh, right now. So find a comfortable seat, find a pause in your day, wherever you are right now, just pause. Start to take some nice deep inhales and exhales, just connecting to the rhythm of nature, the rhythm of your body. And open yourself up to receive. Receive whatever it is that you need today to feel connected, to feel that you are ready to be an instrument of grace and service in the lives of all those you come into contact with. Open yourself up to receive that energy right now, whatever it is that you're needing this morning or whatever time it is, wherever you are. I'm going to share a little prayer. This is a prayer written by James Freeman for all the soldiers during World War II. And uh, it is as powerful today as it was then. And so I'll share this and then we'll see where it flows from there. This is a prayer for protection. The light of the divine surrounds me. The love of the divine enfolds me. The power of the divine protects me. The presence of the divine watches over me. The mind of the divine guides me. The life of the divine flows through me. The laws of the divine direct me. 
the power of the divine abides within me. The joy of the divine uplifts me. The strength of the divine renews me. The beauty of the divine inspires me. Wherever I am, the divine is. Wherever we are in our day today, whatever it is that we're experiencing in these moments right now, the moments that have led us to where we are right now, my Lord, please empower us. Please empower us with the energy of grace, of compassion, of love, of strength, of tolerance, of forgiveness. Please empower us with all the divine qualities that we may need throughout our day to stay connected to you and to see every single moment of our life as an opportunity to give and to receive love. It's an opportunity to hold space for you and for this ultimate reality. It's an opportunity to help others to awaken. And through that giving, we receive that awakening as well in our own life and our own consciousness. That whatever it is that we're going through right now, help us to connect to you. Help us to feel your presence, your power, your strength, your love. Help us to feel that in our hearts, to feel that in our consciousness, and to bring that into the day that unfolds after this. With gratitude, we pray that we may see everything in our life as a gift, every single moment of our life as an opportunity for transformation, an opportunity for a more selfless, more boundless, more unconditional love that we can express in our lives toward you and toward all of your children. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hmm. So much, Veer. Soothe, comforting, compassionate voice that we all need at this time. Very, very grateful. And uh, very grateful to see everybody who's joining us in online, our live Zoomers. If you aren't aware, we have a live zoom uh call that we do every morning if you're not on instagram or i have friends that aren't on instagram and want to join us live on zoom we have also our instagram live with the bhakti center and starting soon starting today or tomorrow we're going to start posting these recordings on uh, on youtube um the bhakti center's youtube channel so if you know anybody that wants to um catch the recordings or listen to them after the fact or go back and review yourself It'll be available there. We're, we're, we're slowly getting there one, one day at a time. You know, we're, we're slowly getting there. Our next step is to get some webcams. So we can increase our, our video quality and maybe I'll start shaving before the show. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. We're getting there. Um, but welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. This is our morning, our morning prayer and conversation. Um, the purpose of us coming together is that we want to bring the mood of prayer into our daily lives. Bring the mood of prayer into our daily lives and in this time of seeming disconnection, crisis, fear, uncertainty, um, the thing that we're turning to most is connection. Connection to each other, but really that, that connection with each other is, um, it finds deep roots when we recognize our connection to a higher power. And so my connection to you, Veer, and to everybody else here that's, that's listening, that's, um, that's, that's, that's tuning in, you know, when we, every, every yoga class, you say namaste, the divine spark in me honors the divine spark in you. So when I recognize your connection, so if I'm not connecting to you because 
you're another white male American or because you're an Indian lady or because you're a father or this, that, but on a deeper level, what's that connection? And when we connect to the higher power, we connect more deeply to each other. So we're here for connection and we find that connection through prayer. And uh, we're here to redefine what prayer means. It's not just five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening. Help me find a parking spot. Help me find my keys. Help me pass my (laughs) class. Help me help heal my, 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 my friend or help this or help this virus go away. But it's, 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 it's help me see things from a different perspective and, um, and help, help me. What is the revolution of consciousness in my own heart that needs to take place so that I can see things with fresh eyes and with fresh perspective, um, because I know I'm not going to figure it out. And so um, I'm going to invite another person into the room and I'm going to live with that moment to moment divine connection. So that's the prayer revolution. That's why we're here. That's what we're here to talk about. And um, I'm glad to be here like every single day. I'm glad to be staring at all your, your face here and everyone else's faces and and uh, seeing all of our uh, Instagram livers interacting with each other. We got can't chant. Naushin saying hi to Chandler and Chandler saying hi to Naushin and we got we got our wives sending laughing emojis at us and and so it's it's all good stuff. Um, how you doing, Veer? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm coming through on IG Live, right? I see my, you. Right okay, there. cool. Okay, cool. My things. I'm not getting any of the the feeds from anybody, so I'm I'm with you. you you're you're gonna keep an eye on everybody. I, I see you at least. Cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. I, I was laughing this morning in meditation. I, I get this, this little, like, this beautiful little inner laugh every now and then where, where um, it's just that, you know, it's like, what am I looking for in my life? Like, really, what am I looking for? And, and it's like those little glimpses and those little moments of like, oh, my God, I'm just looking for you, my Lord. You know, like, mm. I'm just looking for that closeness to you. And just a moment of that closeness, it just is like, it's just like a rush of joy and confirmation mm. and clarity and, and insight. And, and so I, I noticed my mind doing its normal monkey thing, bouncing around, thinking all different types of ideas and thinking of prayers and thinking of that. You know, it's just like, whoa, like, hey, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a living dialogue with the divine right now. I'm not even paying attention to him, you know? Mm. And, uh, and so then just to, just to, you know, to drop back into that is like, wow, I'm just, I'm just trying to hear this mantra. I'm just trying to hear these these divine names mm. that that are really non-different that are fully the, the full embodiment of the divine mm. the full personal universal embodiment right there just in that just in that name any name of the divine and so and i was and i felt that i felt that little glimpse that little sunshine come through like hey baba that's all you're looking for you ain't looking <laughs> for nothing else i just i just was like good, good, you know that little giggle yeah. of like the confirmation of um, yeah of really you know what am I looking for in my life? It doesn't matter. Doesn't, all, everything that all the, what am I going to do? All the things that I may do in my life, they are, they're so meaningful mm. when I feel that connection. Mm. They're, they're invigorating. It's an adventure. Mm. Every moment is like a discovery and then what's going to unfold. I feel like I'm like an Indiana Jones, like you know, <laughs> finding treasures and like life is just this adventure. Yeah. And, uh, and without that connection, then uh, life just doesn't have the same meaning, doesn't have the mm. same value and, um, and the same, you know, inspiration and, and passion to kind of approach it with, approach the simplest mm. exchange and interaction with. And so mm. I'm, I'm, I'm still smiling from, from, that, from this morning's meditation. I'm grateful. <laughs> so beautiful. Wow. It's like life is like a, like, 
spiritual life is like an Indiana Jones story where we're seeking adventures. We're on that treasure hunt we were talking about the other day where when I have that divine connection, everything becomes ultra meaningful. Mm-hmm. You know, the things in my life don't need to change, but maybe I change the way I look at it so that it becomes meaningful for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Yeah, and then that change comes from within. I was, I was reflecting on Chaitanya's uh, Shikshastakam, the, mm. the great saint and avatar from the Vedic tradition, Lord Chaitanya, and speaking about the cleansing of the mirror of the heart and the mind. Mm. You know, that, that our, our nature is that adventure. Our nature is this unbounded love and this fearlessness mm. and like all these amazing mm. qualities that just naturally they they exude they come out of the soul mm. and, and and they're they're meant to move through the senses they're meant to move through our eyes ears mouth nose tongue mm. touch they're meant to move through those senses um but right now there's a they're they're a little bit covered over mm. and so you know the soul is trying to express itself but it's getting filtered through dust and dirt and you know our mm. traumas and our our um you know our our, our heartbreaks our traumas our conditioning and so yeah. Just that, uh, you know, feeling a little of that glimpse today, just going in and, and, uh, and going into that process of cleaning my heart, you know, cleaning, yeah. the, cleaning that mirror that is, if I just clean that mirror, then it reflects back pure mm. nature of the soul. It reflects back all these beautiful qualities that, we're, that we talk about. And um, it's not like a, it's not a, um, wow, that's, that's on fire. That's a sound vibration right there. Right? Sirens, yeah, sirens that, is going on. That daily that'll, reminders. That'll, I daily remember, reminders. Yeah, totally. I remember Radna Swami talking about the sirens and saying, "Hey, a siren either could put you into fear and anxiety, or it could be a it could be an alarm bell that, that helps to wake you up to mm. to uh, spiritual life." So, you're waking me up right now, and yeah, okay. That that process, that process of meditation, the process of prayer, the process of chanting mm. mantra, the the process what we're doing right now. Oh. We're in this cleansing process. Yeah. We're in it. And, and as we stay in it, we expose ourselves to it. We get in the sink and get scrub-a-dub-dub, you know, mm. through, this, through this spiritual energy and the spiritual connection in our relationships. Mm. Then the nature of the soul, it just starts to shine forth. So I, yeah. got, a little, I got a little grease off today and got that little, that little glimpse this morning and feeling grateful for that. Yeah. We got yoga like Mike said, we got a garden, a treasure hunt, a camping trip. What a joy spiritual life can be. If, you, if you've been tuning in to previous, previous shows, we've been talking about how spiritual life is like a garden of the heart, or we're on a treasure hunt to find life affirmations, and our, we're on a camping trip, everything you need in life that's in backpack, and now we're, now, we're, now we're doing some house cleaning. We're doing house cleaning, bro. <laughs> We're doing cleaning out the closet you know and it's excited uh somebody else mentioned here that i'm fearless by nature i just forget mm-hmm. um it's so it's so beautiful oftentimes the um the the translations of some of the vedic literatures we read Srimad bhagavatam or bhagavad-gita yoga literatures the translation we read was written by um swami Srila Prabhupada, whose name at birth was abhai or abhai charan which mm-hmm. abhai literally means without fear it means mm-hmm. fearless and it's a um and the, the name for the spiritual world in Sanskrit is known as Vaikuntha. Vaikuntha means without anxiety. Mm. And Abhai means one without fear, a without Bhai fear. And so it's, it's the nature of the soul to be without anxiety. And so the material world, if the spiritual world is known as without anxiety, the spiritual world is by nature full of anxiety. Mm. <laughs> and that anxiety creates fear. 
Um, but the nature of spiritual consciousness is that we become fearless because we remember that the things we're worried about losing, we can't actually lose. Mm. And if it's something that we can lose, it's not worth worrying about. Mm. Um, and that's remembering spiritual consciousness of just kind of like learning to stop worrying about the things that can be taken away from us because they're not as important as we think they are and learning to have comfort in the fact that the things that are most really important can actually never be taken away from us because they're eternal and they're linked to our eternal nature. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, whether you see it as a treasure hunt or, or as a, as a, as a, as a cleaning uh, journey, you know what I mean? But the heart is by nature full of such ananda, eternality, bliss and knowledge. And really it's just a matter of just clearing out the rubble, mm -hmm. clearing out the rubble that's blocking that sunshine from shining through. Yeah. And uh, something beautiful that came up to me this morning is your thing. I was thinking about this because um, I, I did some, I did something scary yesterday. I did something kind of like uh, uh, frightening to the ego is um, I started to, um, I started to comb through our previous recordings of our shows and, and listening to myself speak and listening to my big face on the camera, you know, and I, first thing I'm really like is that I think it's important for us to start putting the camera a little bit back because sometimes I'm just like, when you're looking at it on YouTube and you see my big face like this, it's like, oh my God, you know what I mean? So it's like, I gotta shave, gotta get a webcam, all these things. And then also when you start, if you've ever done, you start listening to yourself speak, it's kind of mortifying. It's like, oh my God, is that what I sound like? Is that my voice? Is, <laughs> am I making sense? You know what I mean? You just kind of like all the insecurities just pour out of you. And so, but, but we, I had to comb through them because I had to start taking some notes and start putting titles on them. And, um, we're going to be looking for, for a note taker. We need a scribe on our daily podcast, somebody who can take notes for us so that we can post those notes on our, on our description for each episode and title it accordingly. But I was doing that last night. And uh, so that was just there, just a moment of vulnerability and honesty of just like being mortified, looking at myself, speak and talk. Uh, you, you look great, by the way, though, Barry. You look great. You sound great. So keep it up keep it up but Thanks, um, buddy. but I was thinking about that and I was also um, I was also thinking about this morning when you're talking about it just came up right away when you're talking about your morning meditation and prayer session of of chanting and that's like wow like like I'm not even the controller of my own spiritual experience um, and I was thinking of this verse from the Bhagavad Gita that when Krishna's telling Arjuna that he's a spirit soul and that he's, 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 he's immune to the situations of this world, but at the same time, he needs to act in this world. And we need to perform our duties on a daily basis. And he says, you have a right to perform your prescribed duties, but you are not entitled to the fruits of action. Mm. Never consider yourself the cause of the results of your activities and never be attached to not doing your duty. And so it's like, we have our duties to perform on a daily basis. And we also have our spiritual duties to perform on a daily basis. And I'm not even the cause of the experiences I have in my spiritual practice. And I have to be completely detached from them. You were mm -hmm. quoting Guru Jampabu in his book, Japa, where he was saying that, you know, like, hey, all I have to do is just show up every day in my practice. Mm -hmm. Whether that the, the feeling of peace or joy or anxiety or worry is not mine to control. Let me be detached from whatever experience comes, but let me commit myself to perform my duty, but be detached from what comes from it. Mm -hmm. It's so freeing. I, I love it. It's like, what, what immediately came Very to me. What, yeah, it's so free. It's free, it's free from fear. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the outcome. All I have to do is worry about what I have control, which is showing up. Yeah.
Yeah, right? when you're share exactly when you were sharing that, it was like that that leg of dharma, right? That principle of discipline and, and how it's described oftentimes is whatever it is, whatever circumstance I'm in, it's showing up a hundred percent. So if I'm if I'm sitting down to meditate and, and and you know call out the names of the divine and the 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 baseline of that practice is to hear the mantra and whenever the mind drifts away to bring it back and hear the mantra and just to mm. be in that process. If I'm in that process a hundred percent, if I'm a hundred percent committed to it, I'm showing up a hundred percent for it. The results, okay, I let go of the results, but the results will be there. Just showing up a hundred percent to a conversation, just showing up a hundred percent to our work, to our duty, showing up 100%, a friend in need, or to our meditation practice, showing up 100% to wash the dishes or to scrub the floor in the house or to whatever it is, showing up 100% to it, that's where fulfillment mm -hmm. is. Yes. That's where fulfillment is. It's not in fearing or in trying to control the outcome of it. Mm. No, it's just showing up 100%. And then at the end of our life or at the end of the game, at the end of the day, we sleep peacefully knowing we gave it everything we have. Yeah. We gave it everything we have in that moment. And that's, that's where fulfillment is, is in that, that showing up. Yeah, totally. I, I saw this, this sign once. It was like a picture of somebody like swinging like a baseball bat and the ball was coming right at the bat. And it said, success is when opportunity meets preparation, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, where do I fit in that equation? Mm -hmm. I fit in with the preparation. The opportunity is what comes along outside of my control. You know what I mean? Like I can't control the opportunity that does or doesn't come to me. All I can mm -hmm. do is prepare and be ready for it. Mm -hmm. And when I know that, I recognize that the success isn't mine to own. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I just, I could show up every day, but if, if the opportunity doesn't come or if the other, like it has to all come together and it's not going to all come together just by my doing. Mm -hmm. um, and so the, the next verse of the Bhagavad Gita that Krishna mentions here is, perform your duty equipoise, Arjuna abandoning all attachment to success or failure mm. abandoning all attachment to success or failure that's kind of like when we were redefining the other the day's productivity you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. like because in that in that in that in that mood he said and it says such equanimity is called yoga yoga is when i can act in the world and i can act on a daily basis perform my duties with full heart but be detached from the success or the failure recognizing that that success or failure is not in my control that the success is not a outcome of the quality of my behavior that it's simply my my actions is an expression of my sincerity to partner with a higher power that will actually be the doer of what results in life you know what i mean and i could be surrendered from that knowing that I actually, I actually don't even know what's best for me half the time. <laughs> but let me just do my best and surrender the results to something beyond myself because sometimes I think I know what's best for me and I don't. You know what I mean? Sometimes I think I want something, but I really shouldn't. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think I want a certain outcome, but that's maybe not, you know, maybe not like the outcome that's, that's, that's best suited for me and the people around me. So let me just not get, let me not get lazy. Let me not get despair. Let me not get hopeless. Let me not think, you know, when is this going to turn around? We talked about planting mango trees yesterday. You know, they, they take a long time for fruits to bear. Mm. But perform your duty equipoise, Arjuna, abandoning all attachments to success or failure. Such equanimity is called yoga. And then Srila Prabhupada goes, and the purport is so beautiful. Krishna tells Arjuna that he should act in yoga. And what is that yoga? Yoga means to concentrate the mind upon the supreme 
by controlling the ever-disturbing senses. And who is the supreme? Supreme is the Lord. And because he is telling Arjuna to fight, Arjuna has nothing to do with the results of the fight. Gain or victory are Krishna's concern. Arjuna is simply advised to act according to the dictation of Krishna. Mm. The following of Krishna's dictation is real yoga. And this is practice in the process called Krishna consciousness. By Krishna consciousness only can one give up the sense of proprietorship. Mm. And so it's kind of like we, 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 we have this idea of being surrendered, of relinquishing control. Well, I can only do that if I trust that somebody else is in control. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm driving the wheel of a car. Why would I let go of the wheel if I don't think anybody else is going to grab the wheel? Mm -hmm. And so it says, we can only give up that sense of proprietorship through spiritual consciousness because I recognize that actually somebody else is driving the ship. Mm. And so I think that, that prayer and meditation and spiritual practice and yoga, as it's being described here, it's starting to trust gradually that someone else is driving the ship and it's okay for me to let go of the wheel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right yeah it's beautiful i mean it, you know just that that distinction that you were making and 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 showing up 100 percent for whatever that action is showing up 100 mm -hmm. percent, and then just letting go of what i think the outcome should be what i think you know which is just going to be based on my conditioning like this outcoming will be pleasurable this outcome will be painful and so then i'm i don't really know what's actually good for the the growth and the transformation of my heart and my soul my consciousness i don't necessarily know that but i can trust that whatever the result is it is that treasure it mm. is that gift i'm showing up 100% to perform my duty showing up 100% in my relationships my work my meditation whatever it is whatever the action is showing up 100% in that consciousness that, hey, this is an offering to you, you know? Hey, this is for you. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to align myself to be an instrument of your grace, of your gifts in the, mm -hmm. the lives of the other people, the people that I come into contact with. And whatever the result is of that, that's a gift, you know? Help mm -hmm. me to trust that. Help me to have faith to be able to see whatever it is. Even it's like, you know, sometimes we have meetings, you know, and then they're like, Meetings at the Baki Center, sometimes it's like, man, they're the most inspiring, you know, you know, we're going to change the world together. We're going to, we're going to be instruments of helping. So, you know, there's, it's, there's such inspiration and, and humility and the exchanges are flowing and so much love flowing. And then sometimes it's like, boom, you like hit a brick wall, you know, and like, and like can't connect and, you know, whatever has happened, right? It's a brick wall with spikes on it and tar and flames. and <laughs> Yeah, to to totally, right? And it's like, okay, you know, that, 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 that was perfect also, you know, mm. that, that I, I meet my partner right now. My partner is like looking at me with disdain or, you know, is really upset at me for not following through with an agreement. Like, that's a gift. That's a gift. It's an opportunity for me to connect. It's an opportunity for me to transform. And so I think not attaching is such a huge thing that you're talking about right now. It's like not attaching to those results, you know, like whether it's victory, it's defeat, it's pleasure or pain. It's like not labeling that as good or bad, not getting in that duality game of, of, of uh, measuring and weighing, you know, this is good, this is bad, mm. this is good, this is bad. Because we're just, we're gambling with our fulfillment. We're gambling with our, our mm. happiness. And we're taking ourselves out of the discovery. We're taking ourselves out of the adventure, out of the Indiana Jones, out of the, the despair, the challenge, the difficulty. Like, that, that's not part of it. That that's not good. That that shouldn't be happening. We're taking mm. ourselves out of this adventure when we do that. So yeah. I, I, love, um, I love these verses you're referring to and, and how empowering they can be to, 
to help us to stay connected through yeah. whatever is happening in the dualities in our life. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bryn, uh, for posting Bhagavad Gita 2.48. Yeah, we just read from the second chapter, 47 to 48 verses. Bryn, our scribe. Bryn, Bryn, maybe you're going to be our scribe every day, taking notes for us. We need, we need someone who just, we say something and they post it on the chat board. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll be reaching out to you, Bryn, to hire. Um, it's a, uh, um, we have great benefits. It's no pay and you get uh, um, just to do service. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. Um, but, you know, I was thinking that that that's can be our, our, our um, okay, point out the geek emoji. Um, we, um, it's, 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 it's like, that's, that's my meditation for today. And that's meditation for us is to just, just, just to think, just to become aware, what are the things I'm afraid to let control of, let go of control of? Hmm. What are the things in my life that I'm afraid to let go of control, not to like stop caring about, because the Bhagavad Gita is like Krishna says, "Fight again." The words "fight" because 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 life is a battlefield, and we show up every day, and it's like a battle. We feel that internal battle every day with ourselves and with the world outside of ourselves. So it's not easy. It's not that we just stop caring and we're like, "Oh, God's in control," and woo, I don't have to worry about nothing. It's like, no, show up and be there, be an instrument. But it's like, what do I have to, what can I start to relinquish control of? Is it, is it, in my, is it my family? Is it my finances? Is it my marriage, my partnership? Is it my uh, career? You know, is it my health? You know, and what is it I really can, can relinquish control over? To still show up 100% for, but start to turn over the outcome, the success or failure in these areas of my life to something much greater, you know, something the other day I put on Instagram, like, um, of, uh, you know, asked me a question. Somebody asked me a question, you know, what was the moment that you, um, stepped into, felt yourself stepping into the role as a teacher? And it was a very interesting question because it was like, I, you know, it's only in the last year that I've actually started teaching more. And I said that, you know, I've never really thought of it like that for, for years of my life. I always felt um, self-conscious or nervous. Like I've always, I, I've always wanted to speak more and to teach more and offer something. Um, but for just years, it just never kind of clicked or came together out of the self-conscious or the opportunities or not being asked or, you know, and, um, it's just in the last year, I just said, you know, I've always struggled with it, but just, I started to teach when I started getting asked to be asked more, you know, mm. My friend Raghunath asked me to go and teach a wisdom training at uh, Golden Echo Village. This pod, you know, for years I've been thinking about wanting to do a podcast, doing a leadership podcast or something. And, um, and then this whole thing hit. And one day we're like, let's just go live and start talking. Mm-hmm. We did it. And here we are. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I may even think that there's a vision or purpose for my life of what I want to do. But sometimes the circumstances need to be aligned and I have to sometimes wait for something to reach out and pull me into it um, because like, I'm not going to force it to take place. And, and, you know, so for myself as, 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 as somebody who's now teaching more and sharing more and appreciating that opportunity, I'm recognizing that I'm just being called into a particular role at this time in my life. Mm. And that may, that may be, that may, that may be taken away sometime later. Mm. You know what I mean? I may be pulled in some different area of service, mm-hmm. but you know, on a personal level, whether it's the, the service that I'm doing or the career that I'm doing or my finances, where can I release control and just surrender um, of what I'm, what I'm meant to be doing at this time in my life and, and how 
how does God see these aspects of my life unfolding? You're such a great example of it, bro. You know, as you were sharing, I was just thinking about you and thinking about our relationship and just thinking about the roles that you've played for Bhakti Center over the years, you know, and, and that you have, what I believe and what I see has always been steady in your consciousness is you're, you're, you're showing up to serve. Like whatever you're being asked of, like you have lived that. You've lived that to the T in my experience of you the last 10 years is whether it was running a restaurant, right? Or, you know, whether it was running programming or whether it was running operations or whether it was being a chef or festivals and whatever it was, like, you're like, hey, like, I'm a team player. Like, I, I'm, I'm on the divine's team, you know, like whatever's being asked of me, whatever God is asking of me through the people of the world, through the voices that are asking, hey, Doyao, we need you here. Hey, Doyao, can you help here? Even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't the podcast, even if it wasn't like, this is what I want to do right now. I want to do this, 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 and this. And it's like, no, like, what is God asking of you? And you submitted to that, you surrendered to that again and again. And you being on this podcast right now, our community group was asking, they're saying, hey, can you guys just go online? Can we just have a little morning, like, you know, Sangha each day, you know, and then community members reaching out and saying, hey, can you guys go on, you know, mm. people asking you to go online, people asking you to share. And, and I think that that's like, that's such a, it's such an empowering place to be in, mm. you know, when we can feel it's, it's not my desire, it's your will. It's not my desire. And, I, and it may be something that actually, it may be aligned. It may actually be our nature. It may actually be a desire that we do have. But that's not first. That's not first. Mm. There's that, there's that I, I, I'm being called. I'm being asked to do something. I'm being brought in. I'm being given an opportunity to serve. You know, let, service is the basis. You know, that mm. submission to service is the basis. And you're, you're such a, a shining example of that, bro. And, and uh, inspiring me today to just kind of like listen to that voice. Listen to you know, the, the, the person that's reaching out, wanting to connect on the phone and the person that wants to, you know, whatever it is, right? They, wh whatever it may be, whatever those opportunities for service are, mm -hmm. you know, and to just make ourselves available, make ourselves available and to, to receive that opportunity and to, right, who would have thought, right? We're in the basement figuring out how to run the restaurant four, five, <laughs> six years ago, you know, struggling. We never run a restaurant before. We don't know what the hell we're doing, you know? And, uh, you know, and, and you're, you're slugging it out and you're, you know, showing up and we're making a vision for it. And then all of a sudden, boom, you know, Divya comes in and, and Prentice and now we're on, now Divya's kitchen is happening and you're shifting into another role. And so I love it, bro. I, I love how you're showing up and um, mm. inspiring me. And I, and I think for all of us, you know, to be able to say, you know, what, how can I serve right now? Like what's being asked of me? Like if my grandma, if my mother is coming and sitting down at the table, and, you know, and wanting to have a conversation, how can I serve right now? You know, mm. if, if, if a friend is reaching out and, and wanting to connect, you know, how can I respond back and see that as an opportunity for service, you know, mm. in my day to day life, how can I see those opportunities and, yeah. and whatever they may be little or big, or that's not, that's not the, uh, you know, that's not what the divine is seeing, you know, that's mm. a, a little service or a big service, a street sweeper or a king. It's that mood and it's that intention and it allows for love to flow. And so thank you mm. for being an example of that. Bro. You're just a shining heart, brother. You're a shining heart, bro. I love you. So grateful 
got me blushing all these beautiful love pouring out of Instagram. Just, <laughs> just, just receiving, just receiving the love. Normally I would just like my immediate, re my immediate response would just be to shut it down because I'm embarrassed, but I just received the love because I need it and I appreciate it so much. Thank you. I, I went all the way to 930 just so we would have to close. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to close with something just because I know we got we to gotta go, but it's just, you know, that we say, you know, sometimes you got to push and sometimes you got to pull back. And how do I know that that's a divine connection? I'm so excited. It's almost like we could just talk about this right now. We're just start, just getting started. Maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow because how do I know what I'm being asked to do? It's cleaning that mirror of the mind and just learning to tune into divine connection. Mm. So it's so, so beautiful. Um, we could talk about that forever, but for just, um, it's 9.31. You took all the time at the very end there just saying things about me. But I love you, appreciate you so much. I can go on and on about you. Love seeing the faces smiling. Everybody, thank you, Laura. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Bryn. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We love you guys. Jeff, Trisha, Jan, so good to see you. So good to see everybody. Um, AJ was here. He had to run. Ananda, Ananda Yini, Michelle Berger, Amir. Just love you guys so much. So glad you guys are here. Mogaji in your comments. Love it. It's beautiful. Um, we're here every morning, 9 o'clock. 8.55 actually Eastern time starting with our prayer and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon. Somebody was asking about the name on YouTube. The Bhakti Center is starting a YouTube channel. I imagine if you just Bhakti Center YouTube, that's what it's probably it's called. And we're going to be posting those there soon. And um, if you have anything, questions, thoughts, comments, keep in touch. We'd love to hear from you guys. And otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. I love you, bro. Thank you guys Thank so you. much. Signing off. Thank you.